Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the show. Today's an episode that I'm really going to share from the heart, and I want to be as transparent as I can in some of my experiences, so that way you can feel supported, validated, and seen in your own experiences. And, you know, I'm going to share stuff with you today that I've never shared before. I'm not sure how it's going to land with everybody, but I just need to do it. I need to do it for me. And I also need to do it for you because when we're looking at the journey of mediumship, we can see these people who we look up to or admire. We might see people, you know, live in person doing a demonstration of mediumship. We might go to a private reading and see somebody and go, wow, my God, that's incredible. Maybe you watch some TV shows and you see these mediums giving amazing readings and you go, oh my God, I wish I could do that. And yes, it's incredible what they're doing, but it's not always talked about some of the deep personal experiences that they go that they go through and also some of the experiences that they had to overcome in order to get to the place where they are at now. So, I want to share my own journey again just to help you feel seen and validated in your own experiences and to let you know you're not alone, honey. I'm here supporting you in any way I can. So, for those of you that are new to the show, I was raised in a Christian home. My mom and dad were elders in the church. My sister and I went to Sunday school every week. Even at one point, guys, we went to a Christian private school. We had to wear uniforms. We had Bible study. We had to memorize Bible verses and we'd have to recite them in class. Like it was a whole thing. And so the Christian doctrine definitely had a really big influence on in our life and our upbringing. And it, I know for myself, it influenced how I felt about myself. I mean, just growing up, we were always taught and had this indoctrination that we were born sinners and that if we accepted Jesus in our heart, we were then saved by grace. There was nothing that we could do. It was basically him, in my own interpretation of what I was taught, having pity on us. And so, you know, if we accepted him into our heart, then we'd be saved, go to heaven. And so even just having some of that indoctrination really made me feel bad about myself. I thought, oh my God, So I've come into this world, I've done absolutely nothing wrong, and yet I'm a sinner. And there's nothing that I can ever do or be or say or evolve into that can make me become better. And so it was always kind of like this mentality of we're always seeking and doing things and trying to evolve to become better, but we're never going to reach a place of, I guess, enlightenment or perfection. It honestly, guys, it's still like I, I am still confused about it because it never made sense to me. So if it still doesn't make sense to me now that I'm out of the religion, imagine what it was like for me to be in the religion. I would talk to my parents about certain things that they would teach or what was said in the Bible, because again, I had to read the Bible. I had to read a lot. I had Bible study. And I just couldn't make sense of it. And it was interesting because I was always told this is what the Bible says. This is the ultimate truth. That's it. There's no room to question. It's the way it is. And that really frustrated me. And it made me feel disempowered because 
there was something within my soul that said, well, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't feel right. And so I really had a hard time reconciling that. As somebody who's been really sensitive and attuned to the spirit world, like my entire life, I was having a lot of experiences that I wasn't able to get answers on. I had no one to seek support from. My mom, bless her heart, she knew I was seeing the spirit world. I was definitely having interactions with them. And at one point, it did cause her to feel a little bit nervous. Not sure fearful, but definitely nervous because she knew I was having these experiences. She didn't know what they meant and she didn't know how to support me. And in a recent conversation that I had with my mom, she had said, when I was like two years old, I had this experience with this spirit and the spirit was negative and he was saying some, you know, not so nice things to me. And she was like, oh my God, Courtney, are you okay? And I was crying and crying. I was so upset. And it was such a real experience for me. She knew I wasn't lying, but she didn't know like what to do with this. So she reached out to one of her Christian friends and said, hey, Courtney had this experience. Like, what do we do? What do we what's going on? How do I support her? And they said, well, there's no doubt she's having these connections with the spirit realms, but they weren't able to help her, which means she had nowhere to go to get support and didn't even know where to look. Again, when you're in a faith or an organized religion, there's these unseen parameters or boundaries, guidelines that you kind of have to stay within. And so seeking outside guidance and support outside of the church is like a no-no. And it could even be seen as like dabbling in the occult or you're opening up doorways. And so all of that fear-based was imprinted in my mom, which of course then affected me, right? So my mom, bless her heart, she would just try to comfort me and love me and pray for me. And that was about it. But as far as helping me understand the experiences, guys, like she couldn't because she had no idea what the hell was going on. And I remember some of the experiences that I would have, like my dad never talked to me about it. And he still doesn't. And he's actually really fearful about my mediumship abilities. And that's something that's challenging, but there's nothing I can do about it. That's his own journey, not mine. And so growing up, I knew my dad knew what I was, was going through and having these experiences, but like he wouldn't talk to me about it. So it made me feel like there was something wrong with me. I was doing something wrong. I was flawed. I felt less than. I didn't feel good enough. I felt fractured. And it really made me feel and experience shame. And it wasn't his intention, but it's certainly a byproduct of not having the support that I needed. And then again, my mom, she just did what she could. Love me, knew I was telling the truth, but she's just like, fuck, I don't even know what to do for her, right? And so it was really, really hard. And so those early experiences that I had growing up, they shaped the way that I felt about myself. They made me doubt and question myself. They made me feel insecure, like I was the black sheep. And it honestly, I felt really insecure and uncomfortable in making new friends, having relationships with people. And I always felt like I kind of kept to myself. Like some of the friends that I had, I always had a really small group of friends because like being in a group with larger people made me feel nervous and anxious, to be honest, just because I was picking up on everybody's energy. But then there was also those beliefs and and I'm going to say beliefs that weren't necessarily taught to me in the sense that you're less than, you're not good enough. But because of the reactions and the religious influence that I had, that was a byproduct of it. And I did, I felt inadequate and I just, I never felt like I fit in. And it was really, really tough. And the more that I was having these spiritual experiences, the more confusion that came as opposed to clarity. And so 
as I went through life, these experiences caused me severe anxiety. And I had even been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. And it was because I was having these experiences with the world of spirit. I was scared to tell anybody what was actually happening. So when I had seen my doctor, I just said, you know, I'm having these heart palpitations and they come on suddenly out of nowhere. And I don't know what to do about them. They're, it's waking me up in the middle of the night. It's affecting my ability, you know, when I'm in school. It's affecting my ability when I'm trying to work. Like it was, a, it's a whole thing. It was really, really difficult, you guys. And so even trying different medicines and antidepressants didn't suppress the abilities. It didn't affect it at all. It kind of numbed the anxiety a bit, but it didn't get rid of it. And so again, there was someone that I was seeking support and help from, like my doctor, but it didn't make a difference with respect to the experiences that I was having. So it was really, really challenging for me. And so I did whatever I could within my abilities to just suppress these gifts. And I never thought of them as gifts. I honestly thought they were like a curse because in the Bible, it says that you're not supposed to talk to mediums or seers or clairvoyants or anything like that because it's evil. And it's part of the doctrine it says in the Bible is you're not supposed to connect with the dead or talk to spirits or speak to people that are doing any kind of spirit communication or deviation because they could be summoning demons or spirits and it's all evil. And you might be summoning a familiar spirit and a familiar spirit is like a spirit that's pretending to be your loved one just to kind of gain your trust. And then they're going to suck you in and, you know, drain your energy and all this shit, right? And I didn't know that that wasn't the truth. Again, that was doctrine that had been really ingrained within me. And so it just completely messed with my head. And so when I was a teenager, I really struggled. I rebelled. I was so frustrated with life, feeling insecure about myself. I remember moving out when I was 15. I was done. And I ended up meeting my first husband when I was 16. And we got an apartment and we were get together until I was 30. And so it was really a tough time. You know, I, I didn't get the support that I needed at home, moved out with my boyfriend who I eventually married. And I just had all of these experiences that were honestly affecting every area of my life. I was being overwhelmed. Like, and that's an understatement, okay? So what did I do? I did what I could to numb them out. I partied, I hung out, oh, I did drugs, I drank alcohol and I did it to an hour as a teenager. And it was just trying to fit in, trying to be normal, whatever that means, right? And it obviously doing that was not healthy. Obviously that didn't help things and it just compounded things for me. So when I went through my divorce, that was a catalyst for me where these mediumship abilities came full circle. And I was in an unhappy marriage where I was having all of these experiences with the spirit world and I just didn't want to say anything. Like some of the fears, you guys, that like I was feeling and literally thought, and I, I'm not sure if they were founded or unfounded, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. These are some of the fears that I had. If my ex had found out that I was seeing dead people, seeing the spirit world, talking to so-called dead people, he's going to think I was crazy. And I had fears like he would try to, you know, leave me, take my kids. I'd never get to see them. So it was all fear-based. I was worried about what if my employer finds out? What if they find out this is what I'm going through? They're going to think I'm nuts. I'm going to lose my job and then I'm not going to have any money to pay my bills, my mortgage, car payment. You can see how it triggered the anxiety and like the anxiety took over. And so again, 
Like I had major, major anxiety and it was crippling at times. And I partied when I was a teenager, but when I had my kids, I'm like, okay, I have something and someone I can focus on. And so, you know, my whole life changed. I started to look at things differently and I just poured my heart and soul out into my babies. I love my kids. And I completely turned my life around, but it didn't change the fact that I was still seeing the spirit world. And my daughter, she was having experiences with the spirit. She still does. Uh, But when she was having experiences with the spirit world, I didn't know how to help her because, again, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on with me. It was horrible, right? So all I could do was comfort her, pray for her, ask those spirits to step away. And I could see how it was affecting her just like how it affected me. And so when I had this like spiritual awakening again after I got divorced, I needed to get answers. I was like, this has got to stop. It's got to stop for me. It's got to stop for my daughter. We need to figure out how to manage this, how to figure out what's going on, why I'm having these experiences, and how can I live a peaceful life? And so I went on this journey of exploration. And one of the first spiritual experiences that I had going to see somebody where I was really kind of open about what I was going through was a Reiki master. And she gave me a bunch of sessions. And I remember doing some Oracle card readings and it really just blew my abilities wide open. I couldn't suppress them anymore. I just couldn't. I was getting downloads from the spirit world. I was channeling them in journals. I was hearing and seeing, and it was just so strong. And I was meditating, I was praying, I was doing all kinds of things just to find peace in my life. There was something there within the Reiki that awakened these mediumistic powers of awareness where I was starting to feel a bit peaceful about it. Like, okay, these aren't bad. These are okay, but I still don't know how to make sense of it and how to manage it. So fast forward three years later, I began to develop my mediumship. I found a mentor. I started sitting in a circle. I started taking workshops. I stuck with a mentor who really helped me develop a strong foundation in my mediumship. And that strong foundation first started with me understanding who I was as a spiritual being having a human experience. It also helped me understand my own unique abilities. And when people think about mediumship, they think it's just about talking to the other side. Mediumship development is more than just spirit communication, it is actually the process of developing awareness of self. And it's equally as important as learning the mechanics of mediumship development. So when I was having those experiences in the circle, I was then having awareness of who I was, who I was meant to become, what my sole purpose was. And I found out very quickly why I had these natural abilities, but it was with the development that I was able to make sense of them. Okay. Like a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm just a natural medium. I can talk to spirit. Okay, yeah, that's cool. But do you actually understand who you are as a spiritual being? Do you understand why you have these abilities? Do you understand what the purpose of them is all about? And do you understand the theory and the ethics and the and the fun the functions of the actual development process itself, right? And that is why I give so much credit to development because it gives you the backbone that you need in order to do this work. So in my development, it was so interesting, you guys. Just to back up a little bit here. 
I went to this spirituals church for a message night. I'm sure of you, some of you have heard it before on the podcast, but I went to this message night and I had this profound awakening that again, like it was multiple awakenings. It was like, holy shit, the spirit world is coming in like guns a blazing. They're coming in hot. Not bad, but they were there and they're like, Courtney, you got to for- you got to figure this out. You got to go forward with your life, embracing these abilities. But I didn't know where to start. So after that message night, I went back to the church on a Sunday service and I found a lady who helped me very quickly understand what was going down and that I wasn't crazy. I wasn't talking to demons. Demons weren't talking to me. And then, you know, very quickly I got into the development. And what was so cool about having that validation, like you're not the only one that has these experiences. They are not a curse. They are part of who you are. They're part of who you've always been, whether you're aware of it or not. And it instantly removed my fear that I had of death. I was always scared of death. Don't know why, but I always was. I was so scared about inviting in a negative spirit that it paralyzed me. Well, that was gone. That chronic anxiety, that generalized anxiety disorder that I was diagnosed with, that was healed. The shame and the lack of confidence that I felt in myself, that I experienced my entire life, that was healed. I went from feeling so insecure about myself to feeling like I was on top of the world and not in an egoic sense, okay? But in the sense that I was liberated. It was like these chains that had been tied to me were broken. I was set free and I was able to finally discover me discover who I meant to become, what my sole purpose was about. And in that, there was so much healing. So for those of you who have had experiences with the world of spirit and are feeling confused about it, you don't know what to do about it. You don't know who to go to, who to talk to, what sources to connect with. I want to let you know, that's why I have the Connected Spirit School. That's why I formed the school. Because I really feel like mentors need to be more transparent about the journey of mediumship. Mediumship development really helps you remove all of the layers, all of the limiting beliefs, all of the self-doubts, all of the insecurities, all of the false narratives that have been programmed within you or even that you've created for yourself. And it helps you get very clear and aware of who you are as a soul being, which is your true nature, which is your purest state of love manifested in physical form. Okay, honey? And I want that for you because it took me like 30 plus years to finally find the answers. And I don't think it needs to take that long. I think people need to be more open about their experiences. We need to support people in their own individual experiences because like the experiences that I'm sharing with you, like really raw and authentic today, you might not have the same ones, but there might be pieces of it that resonate and you go, oh my God, I've been there. Or you might be listening right now and you go, wow, there's somebody who has thought or felt or experienced the same thing as me. And in that, it gives you a level of healing. It helps you feel like you're not alone. And that is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned with my mediumship development is that I'm not alone, that I do belong. And that's what I want you to know is that you belong, honey. You've always belonged. And there's nothing that you need to say or do or change in others' in others' eyes to make you be accepted. You are accepted right now as you are. The good, the stuff that you still need to work on, and everything in between. And so if you've had these experiences, if you're intuitive 
and you're questioning your abilities and you're wanting answers. You want to be able to fully understand what you're going through and also develop healthy boundaries with the world of spirit, how to manage your energy. You're going to do all of that with your mediumship development. And people go, well, Courtney, yeah, I want to develop mediumship. It's something I'm really curious about, but I don't want to do this professionally. And I'm telling you, you don't have to. Honestly, when I started my mediumship development, it was the furthest thing from my mind. It never even crossed my mind, to be honest with you. I just really thought that it would help me heal. It would help give me the answers that I needed for, honestly, my whole life. And it did. And you deserve that too. I want that for you. And so if you're at a place where you're wanting guidance and support, you want to connect with a community of like-minded people that are going to be supporting you, that are going to be validating your experiences, that are going to let you share openly everything you're thinking and feeling while you're developing your mediumship abilities. You know, join my upcoming course, Ethical Mediumship Foundations. This is a 12-week course where I'm going to walk you through a step-by-step process on how to communicate with the world of spirit. You're also going to learn how to develop a relationship with yourself. Why I call the Connected Spirit School the Connected Spirit is because in order to connect with the world unseen, you first have to be able to connect with your own spirit. First and foremost, absolutely. If you have no awareness of what is actually your truth, if you have no understanding of what your own spirit feels like, honey, it's going to make it really difficult and challenging for you to understand and accept what the spirit world is trying to convey to you. And it's actually going to be um, really confusing because it's going to have to go through all of those filters that you have within your mind and your soul that still need to be healed. And so in this journey through our time in the Ethical Mediumship Foundations course, we're going to help you discern what your energy feels like, what the spirit world feels like. What's the difference between psychism and mediumship? How do you know when you're actually bringing through information from the spirit world versus is it just your imagination or is it just your higher self? You're going to learn how to manage your energy so you're not always on. People have this misconception that with mediums, we're just always on. We're always picking up on the spirit. We're always talking to the dead. We're always getting downloads. And that's not the truth. And if you're somebody who is getting all of that from the spirit world, it's like they're coming to you 24-7. Honey, you need you need boundaries. And we're going to work on that in the course because what I teach my students is that it's really important to have boundaries with yourself, others, and the world of spirit. There's a time to work with spirit and there's a time not to. There's a time to just be fully immersed in your own physical experience because first and foremost, we are a spiritual being having a human experience. But the purpose of why our spirit is here in the first place is to have these lived experiences. So we can't negate that. We can't bypass that. And so we're looking at mediumship from a holistic point of view. And in my honest and complete humble opinion, I think so many teachers out there are teaching mediumship, but they're overcomplicating it. Mediumship development isn't hard. The biggest challenge that anybody faces when they're developing their mediumship is getting their mind out of the way. Everything else is easy peasy. So in this course, we're going to look at all of that for you. And this course starts Saturday, February 10th. I've got a few spots left. And if you're ready to embrace who you truly are, you want to understand your experiences, you want to connect to the spirit world with ease and clarity, this course is for you. And what I love about the course is that we get to be fully immersed one another with one another for 12 weeks. We meet every single week. And I'm recording the classes for you. So you get lifetime access. You get continued learning. There are so many benefits to this course, you guys. I wish I had access to a course like this. 
I'm taking my 10 plus years of mediumship development and I'm condensing it and making it really easy for you to understand, giving it to you in bite-sized pieces and getting rid of all the fluff. You're getting literally a step-by-step process. And so I'm so excited to have you in this course and your soul is speaking to you. Answer it, okay? Mediumship development is for everybody because when we learn to connect with the world of spirit, we understand ourselves better. We learn more about life after life. We learn more about the people in our life that are still here. And it really allows us to show up as the best version of ourselves. And it helps us to heal so much. And I have healed, I continue to heal so much just by my mediumship development, just by having those communications from the world of spirit, knowing that I'm not alone, knowing that I am perfect just the way I am. And yes, I still have things to work on. We've all got shit we got to work on, but that's part of the human experience. That's part of our physical journey. And that's totally cool. That's okay. I don't have to judge that anymore. I'm a work in progress. We're always a work in progress. I really hope that today's episode and by being really honest and transparent with you is gonna help support you in your own journey. So if you are ready to finally embrace your natural intuitive abilities, I'm here to support you guys. The course starts on Saturday, February 10th. Got a few spots left. You can register now by clicking the link in the show notes. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to MediumCourtneyDawson.com or check me out on Instagram at MediumCourtneyDawson. Have a great day, guys.